0: to the Orion Report. Tonight's reading is the second and third monologues, Arrogance and Golden Threads, and the Afterlife. Man-made religions are empty visions which raise no one from the grave of living death and only reinforce the chains that bind a spirit to the wheel of everlasting repetition and soul annihilation. God-given revelations are never perfect or complete because humans receive only what they can conceive. And the waters of life pass through the filter of culture, experience, and expectations. This is, however, by design. Messages given to specific peoples and ages, and the dogmatic rarely receive for narrowness of vision. Universes are wombs, and no soul obtains maturity, lest born of truth and spirit into the infinite, and eternal realms of manifest intellect and emotion. Your universe is a gaping abyss, and no human escapes its grasps, its many traps, lest he or she receives assistance from the noumena of true illumination. Inner grief and outward confusion. All you see and experience within the abyss is an illusion of questions, which are answered by more illusions. Illusion reflects illusion. Illusion observes Illusion. Illusion to sex illusion. Illusion measures illusion. Illusion reaches conclusions about illusion. Woeful misdirection and maddening eternal error appear as tangible and observable facts. Lucidity of form is written into the abyss to maintain the masquerade. And armies of deluded minds are eager to fight anyone who would question the reality of the lie or who would dare challenge the established observations. In minds freed of collective assertions, a message from outside the gridwork of illusion might achieve reception. Oh, to dwell in the prison of the mind and spirit, and to never see anything outside the walls, so that the walls become a comfort, and the prison becomes all there is, to ever abide among the convicts and believe that their behavior is the standard for everyone, everywhere. No glimpse given to them, the prisoners, of the grandeur that awaits the liberated, and no inkling of how a truly free person might live and exist. Worlds without end, realms beyond numbering, life within limitless time, governed not by measure or distance or even by imagination, but by perpetual living light and unbound inspiration. Colors unseen by man, inconceivable sounds and songs, the chorus of the infinite. Landscapes unperceived. Wonders infinitely building one upon the other, unto reaches of intensity that would render a human mind incoherent and overwhelmed with but a glance of what lies outside the walls of feeble mortal notions of real and unreal. Yet, what will anyone say? to what I reveal here. Prove it. Show us. We will not take your word for it. it is evident that your message is the contrivance of a madman or a liar. Surely my messenger is a madman, as most have been, and so much the better for it. For who but a madman can I talk to? Who but a lunatic would dare hear me? What have I to prove to any human being? I've wasted myriad words on mankind and many a madman sent to mockery, torment and death for the sake of your wicked species. In signs and wonders I have sought to waken you from your willful dreaming. Numerous minds brought near the veil and returned to declare what they have seen. Nature's keys provided by which to glean higher realities. Signs and wonders, subtle and profound, daily beheld in the skies above and in the earth below. Oh, how fiercely the mighty work to hide the truth from the sleeping masses. Still, you are content, as a race, to remain as beasts and willfully cling to the inmate's mentality, institutionalized. No, I shall prove nothing to you, for my words are the evidence and all that humanity has earned. The point, the test, is abstract reasoning, outgrowing the programming of enslavement and the attainment of faith. Hints and clues are all that is permitted. The message is of no value unto me. I gain nothing for the effort, as I have gained nothing from former instructions, save the contentment that an effort was made. A very high opinion you humans have of yourselves, which is wholly unwarranted. Do you seriously think that I owe you anything? I am what I am, I shall be whatever I shall be, I do only what I choose to do, I find friends among those who make themselves my friends, and countless are those who seek my companionship. As for those that would put I am to the test, this telepathic voice which speaks to human hearts in subliminal and empathic whispers? What use have I for such arrogant brats? Love is my eternal motive. My only purpose is to waken and free you. But if you wish to remain in a world of amnesia and roaring unrest, so be it. What purpose in arguing or debating with someone for his own sake? What good is served trying to rescue someone who chooses to drown? The true religion? A unity of believers bound together in a common cause and a common hope, shared values and goals, a worldview, an eternal ambition. There is not one denomination or sect that speaks for the highest and all religions have strayed from the visions of their founders. Angels and archangels, devils and demons, These found religions for the sake of the causes and expressions they stand for, personify, and represent. Every sect and every ideology has its vain or sublime patron. What humans most worship, no matter their self-proclaimed faiths, are money, sex, vanity, violence, death, undeath, avarice, vice, and possessions, stuff. In simpler terms, humanity's gods are flesh and matter, obeying the religions of animal instinct and chasing vacuous aspirations, rather than heeding teachings instituted by archangels, transcendent beings of light and consciousness, which lead to ascension and beyond the bestial, carnal nature. Both the religious and the irreligious shall reject what I give you hereafter. Pulling forth a golden thread woven into the tapestry of history, sewn into many sects, hidden within seven monotheistic religions, and revealed in fragments within varied mystical traditions. Revealing a distillation and emerging of ideas and ideals, to create a unity of purpose and vision, by which to reach for the transcendent one, as individuals and societies. I come to declare the kingdom and the cause unto the penitent, and the faithful of the earth and the heavens. Those who can hear and see, who do the work that is given, shall find an open doorway in the highest heaven, and shall find that truth has set them free. Do not become discouraged in your lack of knowing. Go here and there and seek knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and truth, and see the pieces of the puzzle which I now lay before you, forming a larger view. If doctrine is more important to you than truth, then go no further along this golden path. Only rage and bitterness of spirit shall you gain, as the scroll turns your stomach sour. Monologue 3. The Afterlife The brain filters the spirit, concentrates the mind, and focuses the consciousness, enabling free will, choice, and change for a time called life a time to choose a new master or continue serving the old, consolidating its hold, a chance at transcendence or continued repetition. Nice people to nice places, bad people to bad outcomes, so it is said and so it may seem so to the unwary. Everyone dies and almost everyone returns again. Generations and ages on end. The memories overwritten like a magnetic tape recorded over each time you return to the mortal shell. A copy of the discarded identity held in the living archive. As if old home movies of someone you will never be again. And of people who have become strangers by their own repeated do-overs. Reunions are temporary at best. For those that reach the astral places of happy respite for the pressure will begin almost immediately. The light of God is the light of truth, and all pass through it when going out and up, seeing the harm done to men and beast through the senses of the afflicted. The mirror of veracity repels multitudes in and down into the shades of purgatory, the mists of limbo, clinging to the deteriorating memory shells of material life hiding from the painful light of truth and the emissaries of lightless night. In darkness, the ravens of the dead hunt, feeding on the detritus of fallen minds. The soul, identity, separated from light and love, rots, sinks into itself, or dwells in a foggy dream of what was. Many are they that go directly from form to form, so unimaginative and faithless, so rooted in the material veil and way, as to transition straight away, the soul tossed aside as so much dirty clothing, inherited by the god of the world itself. In darkest abodes the soul is ripped from the spirit, consumed and incorporated into monstrous amalgamations, although many are seen to sit in silent brooding. For countless years lost to their own sadness and regret. A spirit grows many grapes. It oversees many sheep. Spirit has worn many faces, grown many souls. The earth is a farm, a vineyard, and a ranch of souls. Have not the scriptures themselves said as much? The vain spirits of idols, the powers and princes and authorities and dominions of the air, evil in heavenly places, Wearing pleasant costumes, friendly masks, guiding you to willingly surrender to the system. Go along with the program. Surrender your soul to the living archive, the bland soup, the ambrosia of the gods, the louche of the demonic, our souls and the drama we ooze as their food. We are their herds, flocks, vineyards, etc., Seven monotheisms, seven archangels, local representatives of the spirits of the stars, citizens of the solar kingdoms of the universe, reach out to lead flesh races to higher states, calling you to evolve into spirit and truth, energy and consciousness. Seven archangels, seven kingdoms of the sun, seven spirits within the Lamb of God, the human face of the I Am. Theirs is to wean humanity from the Lord's living archetypes of nature and the power's living archetypes of vanity, calling all to transcendence beyond the prison planet, the system of control and cruelty. So many are those who will fight tooth and nail, breathing fire and spitting venom in opposition to all things transcendent, willing to fight die and kill to maintain their slave masters and the soul-farming operations you call planet Earth. Even those who, by sincere devotion and true heart, or by the influx of the personified grace of God, reach the fair far shores of the true angel nations, in want and ignorance as often return, channeled to missions for the greater good, the abolitionists' cause, though frequently lost to the pleasures and pains of human drama, pulled down for the risk they took in returning, reacquired by the false gods of the world, and again caught up in the cycles of imprisonment, as lost sheep returned to the pens. So, it is said, 1% of 1% in any human generation reacheth to the immortal lands, joining the ranks of the Ascendant Ones, as agents eternal in the monadic crusade played out across infinite worlds and universes. A true name and sign received from God's hand. And there you go. Join me next week when I will read Monologue 4. Till then, God bless you.